Hey guys, welcome back to Black Canvas. On today's episode, we're going to talk about one word that many people struggle with, but something that we all at some point in our life have experienced, and that is trauma. Trauma is something that can happen in our childhood. Traumas can happen even in adulthood, and traumas can at times be re-experienced, or we can at times try to avoid trauma reminders or the negative thoughts or feelings attached to traumas. So I hope today to be able to define what trauma means to you or also give you guys some insight on some of the common reactions that people use to traumatic situations and be able to help us to develop a healthy strategy to work through traumatic situations. Now, when I looked up trauma, I looked it up in the Webster's Dictionary and it said it's a disordered behavioral state resulting from severe mental and emotional stress or physical injury. It was also defined to be an emotional upset or an injury such as a wound. And the word trauma is a Greek word, which actually comes from the word wound. And the Greeks normally use this term to actually define physical injuries. But nowadays, we normally see trauma referred to as emotional wounds. And you'll start to see people who struggle with emotional pains or traumatic events that can leave them having a lot of psychological symptoms that can last even long after even some physical injuries have even healed. Um, So I think it's important for us to remember when we think of psychological reactions to emotional traumas, you'll start to normally hear it used as a term of called PTSD. Um, So anyone who's heard of PTSD, that stands for post-traumatic stress disorder. And a lot of people will associate that with the military. Um, But I always wanna be clear when I talk about post-traumatic stress disorder, It doesn't necessarily mean you have to be in the military to experience it, but it can mean a lot of emotional traumas or things that people have experienced or life-changing situations that could have caused or been an impact on someone developing PTSD. So an example of that can be if someone has experienced a rape or abuse issues can definitely trigger PTSD symptoms. Um, If someone has been a victim of a hurricane or natural disaster or house fire, A lot of traumatic incidents can definitely cause PTSD, but a lot of times you'll see people who are related to wartime combat, Um, but it's important to remember physical, sexual abuse can definitely cause it, or extremely stressful events can definitely exacerbate PTSD symptoms. Um, When we think of symptoms in general, especially with traumas, you may see people struggle with depression. Um, You may have people also have anxiety, Um, and there's many forms of anxiety. There's um, generalized anxiety. There are phobias that people struggle with as well, and anxiety as well as depression can be on different scales. So you may have someone who has a mild or moderate or severe case of anxiety or depression, or for some people, it may be just situational things that may cause or exacerbate those issues. So I think it's important for when we think of traumas or traumatic situations, um, what actually causes those feelings, those emotions, those flashbacks, or even recurring nightmares if someone is struggling with that, and how do we get to a point of hopefully not re-experiencing those traumas? Now, when we think of trauma survivors, a lot of those trauma survivors may have even re-experienced their traumatic incidents through their thoughts, their memories, or even their feelings. Um, A lot of times you can be triggered by your emotions, such as, let's say, anger can be a huge emotion that people struggle with, and anger comes from two places. It comes from fear, and it comes from pain. And you may have someone who struggles with sadness. So if, for example, if someone has a nightmare, let's say it's a nightmare that goes back to some experience they've had 
due to a trauma, you may start to have that overwhelming feeling of sadness. And sometimes the sadness can be related to a fear, or it can even start to go back to vivid images, which we call those, of course, flashbacks, that can sometimes be uncontrollable, that our mind goes back to those flashbacks, which can create nightmares. And it can also lead to distressing thoughts or feelings about that trauma. Um, Have any of you guys ever experienced that? I want you to kind of go back in your mind and think, when was the last time you had a flashback? And was it a positive or negative flashback? And did that flashback actually lead to re-traumatizing yourself if it was negative? And how those uncontrollable or emotions that you feel felt at times may have caused you to feel even less about yourself or feel distressed or feel almost responsible at times for, for the feeling or experiencing that trauma reminder. And I always like to say that it's going to happen that we're going to experience negative feelings and we're going to have to work through them and try not to go back to where we used to be when we experienced that trauma. Now, another key common reaction to traumas, the word that I love to talk about is avoidance. And the reason I love to talk about avoidance is that for many individuals, that's the easiest way to get through life is to try to avoid or suppress or even at times deflect from what you really are feeling. And for my own personal life, I know that was something that I used to do. I was really good at avoiding situations head on because my thoughts were, if I actually address it with this person at this time, I may or may not be able to curve what I want to say or how it's going to actually come out. Um, And with years of practice and working through anger and working through being assertive in your communication, it really does help because you actually can practice and role play how it, you, you sound, what you're doing, how other people react to what you're saying. And that goes back to picking up on nonverbal cues that people can sometimes show you and just their own facial expressions or gestures that can maybe tell you, hey, this is uncomfortable for them. Um, for me, I know that I it was my tone of voice that definitely was something I had to work on um, because I could easily go from being very passive to going to passive aggressive. And that's just something for a person who avoids situations or traumas can definitely be very uncomfortable when you're going through different emotions and you're trying to understand what you're feeling or why you're feeling it. So for a lot of people who deal with avoidance due to traumas, you may see a increase in drug use or alcohol use. Um, and that's an easy way to suppress those feelings. Or you may have someone who would avoid just even going out to different places or activities or even suppressing, as I said, their thoughts or their feelings, because that's an easy way for us to avoid conversations and for you to interact with someone who may or may not be there to assist you in that trauma. Because for a lot of people who've experienced traumas, especially if it's been abuse or negative self-talk that you've done to yourself or others have told you, it's really hard for you to move forward because your mind goes to, I have to go into protection mode or to safeguard my feelings, because if I can do the next right thing to protect me, then I won't feel hurt. But the one thing that happens for many of us, um, that we get to that place where we start to revisit those feelings, and it can easily go back to, we said earlier, re-experiencing the trauma, which we try to avoid. And the, the last common reaction I want to talk about are negative thoughts and feelings. So this is where we go into the excessive blame that we have toward others or even ourselves. This goes even further into isolating or disconnecting from others. And this also goes even further into sometimes having difficulty experiencing positive feelings. So this goes to when someone says, I don't know how to feel or I always feel negative. 
And when you hear someone saying those words, it's good to challenge those statements, but also to give someone a chance to be able to understand what the feelings actually mean. Because a lot of times when you ask someone how they're feeling, you hear someone say, I'm okay, or I'm fine. And those two words, fine and okay, are not actual feeling words. So it's important for us to get to that place of acknowledging what a feeling is, how it makes me feel when I'm feeling that feeling, and then also being able to know if I'm having a difficult time expressing or experiencing positive feelings, then I have to also get to a point of why am I allowing myself to go to that negative place? Or if that is my comfort zone, then it's about sometimes stepping outside of our comfort zone to understand why we allow ourselves to say those things or to believe those things about ourselves. So excessive negative talk about oneself or even excessive negative talk about the world in general can definitely cause someone to be or feel like they're in a traumatic situation. And we go back to hyperarousal, if you guys have ever heard of that term. But a lot of times, that's almost like being on an edge. Um, and a lot of times that can worsen after you experience a trauma because you almost feel so irritable, you're quick to anger. Or for some of us, we have difficulty concentrating when we're in a hyperarousal state, um, that it causes us to get to that place of having those feelings of anxiety and our racing heartbeat or upset stomach or headaches can easily cause us to feel empty or feel sad or even for, for some of us even have difficulty sleeping or doing risky or impulsive behaviors. Those things can definitely be key signs of being in hyperarousal and those can be reactions to traumas that we experience. And as I've always liked to tell people about healing, healing is not just about feeling your feelings. It's it's more about you actually experiencing and witnessing what you've gone through and moving forward but moving forward in a positive light. And that goes back to feeling safe and feeling secure. And safety and security will not happen overnight because many of us have felt stuck in a box or felt stuck in our old ways, or we've constantly are waiting for indications that things are gonna get better, or we feel triggered or feel stuck about things that maybe we could or could not control. And when we allow ourselves to get frozen into that trauma, it causes us to not allow ourselves to move forward in a positive light. And I want us to get on a part where we're in the offensive mode instead of being defensive, because being defensive can easily lead us back to the, that self-negative talk that we tell ourselves. And it also will allow us to get into that mindset of what can I do to change this conversation or change this feeling when I may or may not have the tools to actually to do those things that I want to do in that moment. So trauma is something, as I mentioned, that when we talk about wounds, whether it's an emotional or physical wound that's there, we need to know what those traumas are. We need to be able to experience the trauma and be able to turn around that negative feeling related to trauma and actually change it around to make it more positive so that we can actually experience life in a different direction. I hope you guys really enjoyed this discussion on trauma. I wanted to make it a little bit more lighthearted to be able to kind of talk about it, to give you facts or common reactions that people experience as it relates to trauma. Because for many people, we think of it in a negative way, but traumas can actually help us to propel ourselves to positive places that maybe we've never thought we could achieve. So I want us to remember that we have the help, we have the resources out there, and it's important for us to reach out. If you need to reach out to a counselor, if you need to reach out to a friend or a spiritual advisor, ask those individuals for help because they are going to be 
the individuals that can help us move forward. But ultimately, when we start looking inward and we can actually scan in ourselves and look into our own environments and our own neighborhoods and our own thoughts and our own behaviors, and we can watch for those trauma reminders and know when they're happening or how we've experienced it in the past versus how we're experiencing it today, it will help us to actually be able to reduce a lot of those traumatic feelings, but also we'll be able to understand that trauma is a part of life, but it's not all of my life. It's part of me, and I can actually find a positive side to me that can help hopefully eradicate those negative feelings. So you guys, if you have any questions about trauma, any comments, any maybe experiences you've gone through that have been traumatic, please email me, let me know, reach out to me. I would love for you to possibly be a guest in the future to talk about those traumatic situations if you feel comfortable, but also know, reach out to a counselor, be able to talk to support groups. They will help you in moving forward. Let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and be safe, and I'm here for you if you need me. Love you guys.